0: All right, here we are, episode season two, episode two, and uh, it's a bit of a special episode this one. We've got a new car share member in the car. My daughter Eloise. Hello, Eloise. She's she was very chatty this morning. Not so chatty now. She's enjoying her crackers. Are you okay?
1: Yeah. How old are you? Four.
0: Four, and you've just started school last week, didn't you? <laughs> That's really nice. That's a great start to school. Yes. I like it. Even some teachers don't say that. Yeah. I yeah. I, I don't. What have you guys been up to this weekend? Um. Let's start with you. We don't normally start with you. What have you been up to uh, this weekend? He knows it. <laughs> Welcome to the Dwight special. <laughs> yeah. Sorry guys, I am going to hog the airwaves on this particular episode That's because, because I've had a, quite a big weekend. Do you mind if I no, take liberties? On, time for us. a monologue. Okay. soliloquy of ending sorry just humor me for a, for a five five, five, minutes. Minutes. five minutes 30
1: minutes i heard you did a little run no biggie
0: yeah. so yeah so this weekend i did what's called the great north run <laughs> which is uh which is a half marathon in newcastle in the uk and um so i had to travel up to newcastle to do this so i went on my i decided to go on my own so from Sheffield to Newcastle is it's about an hour and a half on the train. So that was quite a nice adventure. Went up on the train um, and having a busy family life. I don't often get to do little sort of adventurous things on my own. So it was quite you know it's quite a nice opportunity just to just to do something a bit different. And training for this half marathon. I'd only done one half marathon before, which went okay. That was here in Sheffield, and so this was my second half marathon. Um, And training hadn't gone quite as well for this one but I was still felt I could do okay and get a reasonably good time so I travelled up anyway on the Saturday the uh, run was on the the race was on the Sunday morning travelled up on the Saturday and so it was gonna stay in a hotel in the city centre which I was quite excited about and then was gonna just have a little look around um, Newcastle that evening and this is where the where my adventure you okay this is where my adventure began because when I arrived at the at the Holiday Inn
1: Hi, there's my family and, and, I, and, and it's raining and I ate my cracker and I got a bit of milk on my finger and
0: Okay, <laughs> Eloise is setting the scene, she says it's raining and she's got a bit of cracker on her finger, is that right?
1: No, <laughs> uh, my, it crackles in on my finger, Mark, what? I
0: said. Oh marker on your finger, from a busy day of work. Yeah. Okay, tell us about that in a minute I'll just finish my story and then you can tell your story. Is that okay? Is that okay? Cool. It is a Dwight special. It is a Dwight special. Sorry everybody. So, uh, I got to my hotel and what's the worst thing that can happen when you get to a hotel? Well, I would say, but well, there's kids in the car. So. Oh, 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 pull oh, oh, nice. yeah, it, apologise. No, that's that's yeah. the door handle there. Oh Are we okay? Oh. Do you need me to pull it? Yeah, hello. It's okay. We're in, okay. okay. Oh, uh, we need to put our child lock on there. Yeah, <laughs> child, probably
1: need
0: a child lock. That's, not a, that's yeah. not a trash can, that's a door handle. Yeah. Good, good go, <laughs> okay. but I'm impressed. It's okay, it's okay. Sorry. All right, so the question was, what's the worst thing that can happen when you arrive at a hotel? Um reservation going wrong yeah, or not someone even existing or someone coming into your room when you don't expect it. Does that happened to you? Um Barcelona, were you in a bath. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly someone came into your room while you were waiting. No, I was the person going into a room. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that that's that's a story for another time. Carry on. Anyway, what are we saying? <laughs> so I got to the hotel that I'd booked up 3 months earlier. Uh got a good deal. Gave him my booking number, booking reservation number, and my name, no record of my booking, absolutely no record. And the guy behind the um, desk was a little bit like, a little bit sort of, you've only got yourself to blame kind of attitude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you shouldn't have used that booking agency, it was a Trivago type thing. Yeah, shouldn't have used that. Yeah, they're dodgy. Yeah, shouldn't have used that. Next, you know, so he's a little bit dismissive. And so I tried to look really pitiful and tried to sort of say, look, I'm in a conundrum here. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I'd booked a room and now I'm in a strange city that I've never been to before. It's getting dark, it's pretty cold, and I was starting to think, "Oh, okay, I've got nowhere to stay. Am I just going to have to turn around and go home?" And so, uh, he said, "Well, you can use the you can use the Wi-Fi." And I'll, you know, and you can sit over there in the lobby and just try and figure this out if you want. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and sat down. And, you know, when you're a bit, when stuff like that happens, you feel a bit kind of, I don't know, flustered. And it's hard to sort of try and think, you sort of try and clear your head and think, right, what do I need to do? What do I need to think rationally? Because you're fighting against like quite sort of negative thoughts of, oh, this is all going wrong, you know. So. So I found, you know, I don't want to labour this too much, but I found the, I found the number for the sort of booking agency, these yeah. mid, middle men, and I phoned them, and they were, uh, they were quite good about it. They were quite good. It didn't help that the line was pretty bad, um, and so I had to um, phone back a couple of times because it kept dropping out. Um, but they said yeah well give us 20 minutes and we'll sort this out for you so 20 long minutes went by and they phoned back and said we've nearly sorted it out and i thought okay i'll go and get some food I, i so i went for a walk to try and get some food and of course when i got about 20 minutes away they phoned back and said oh we can you just pass over to the desk i was like well i'm not actually in the hotel now so i had to run back to the hotel anyway I don't want to labor that point too much but it was it was an hour of kind of back and forth M- maybe I will maybe I won't get a room tonight uh, eventually I did get a room but I had to pay for it again uh, now the increased rate got rate had gone up from 70 pounds to 170 so I had to pay that but I, pr- but I was promised I would be reimbursed in the morning which I what actually I was reimbursed later that evening so it all worked out but it was it was yeah it was a faff and it was a bit stressful and it kind of robbed me of an hour and a half that I wanted to just have a little look around and just enjoy being there yeah. and sort of anticipation so, so yeah so that was a bit of a shame um and then the race itself the next day woke up a bit nervous had a big breakfast ready uh had to wake up early to get you know let your breakfast digest in time for the race the race was at ten forty, so I made my way to the, to to, the, for the shower yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's same. Just the
1: same as a half marathon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, sorry, I digress. (laughs) Um, So, bearing in mind, there's fifty-seven thousand people that do this this race. Okay, so yeah, so it's pretty crowded. You're you're with fifty-seven thousand other people trying to find uh, where to drop your bags off and where to register and where to. Um, you know yeah where you because the start line is obviously very busy and there's lots and lots of people so you're trying to kind of navigate that with a heck of a heck of a big crowd so and you you're nervous for the race and you just there's certain things you just want to get done so um, forgive me for going here but one of the, when you're in a race like this the big the big thing is you just want to have you just want to go to the bathroom and get that out of the way before you go to the start line because the last thing you want to do when you're waiting on the start line is to be needing to go to the loo so you apparently there's a rule of 3 because obviously you're about to run a half marathon so you want to be well hydrated so you've probably drunk more water than you normally would on a given morning, and so you are, and so therefore, but then you need to go to the loo a bit more regularly. Yeah. Um, so they say it's a rule of three. Try and have three visits to the toilet before you race. Really? Yeah, apparently. Wow.
1: Didn't know that
0: was a thing. I think that's a thing. That's what I've been told, anyway. I have a um, similar rule. For, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I. So now i've done a few races now not loads but i've done maybe four or five of these similar events but nothing on this scale Um but at all of these events these races i've done there's never been enough toilet facilities so people end up weeing in the bushes and in the hedgerows and even in the underground car parks oh God. i mean obviously that's not what you want to do but when the queue for these Sort of portable toilets is so long, it's sort of desperate times, desperate measures. So, isn't it? It's like Glastonbury. Yeah, and it's weird because in any other situation in life, you know, it would be call the police. There's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of people in those hedges all weeing, men and women.
1: And they're all wearing lycra. Yeah,
0: in any other situation in life, it would be totally unacceptable and probably illegal. But for some reason before a big race it's just anything goes and so there's just people people weeing everywhere <laughs> it's just in the bushes even just at the side on the fence just it's you just don't know where to look anyway that was just another awkward situation and um because there's so many people one you have to get to the start line almost an hour before you start so you just stood in this like pen ready to run and eventually eventually you do start the race, and I think because I'd been waiting so long for the race to start, and I was quite excited, I just went off way too fast, and I ran the first mile in six minutes. That's
1: super fast. That's super <laughs> starts. And I was like, whoa, like six minute miles is incredible.
0: Well, God. six minute six mile, miles. the first mile. Because there's thousands of people hanging off bridges and leaning over fences, cheering you on, and it goes <laughs> to your goes to your head a bit. And I went off crazy fast. Six minute mile the first mile, seven minute mile the second and it just went down from there. <laughs> so I finished doing like nine minute miles and it all averaged out. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I did the first 5K in 21 minutes. Wow. And, and the, two I did the first 10K in 50, no, 45 minutes. Anyway, but then it really tailed off and I really started struggling. And I finished in one hour 48 um, anyway, I didn't mean to give that much detail, but it was just quite a big event for me. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I feel like it, there's more to come. I feel like they need a part two tomorrow morning.
1: How did you do out of yeah. like
0: the 57,000 though? Oh, um, so I came 5,158th, I think, so out of 57,000. Yeah, so yeah. just uh, just just in the top, top 10%. So yeah, I think initially I was a bit disappointed because I was a bit slower than another half marathon I'd done. But actually, on reflection, I think, all things considered, it was okay. I like those stats. Congrats, yeah. Thank you. And that's our first one with Eloise as well. Thank you for joining us today, Eloise. What are you looking forward to this evening?
1: School, and I like my mummy, and I think... I like the name of my water bottle, it says water bottle and I love water bottles.
0: You love water bottles?
1: Yes, and and, and I'm glad I'm here Uh, and I really love Gemma's car. And and I love all the leaves and and I love all
0: the bushes. I love the leaves and the bushes and Gemma's car. That is some, what a nice way to end it a, a very Dwight-centric podcast today. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks again. See you next time. Thanks, Ben Channel, for your patience. My long, long story. I enjoyed it. it was short today when you had no traffic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably 10 minutes. Buzz through. Yeah. It. I hope that's okay. Uh, but we'll see you next time for more car share stories. Until then, okay. goodbye. You say goodbye. Bye.